All right, Miller Rags the Riches Secrets. Today, this podcast is called Russia, Mr. Market, and the Window to Invest. So why would I be talking about this? Like, remember, the whole point of this entire podcast is to open to open opportunities and to help you see the secrets that the wealthy use. I want to give you an example, okay? Um, do you guys remember? So there was a great big recession at one point in time. This was like right around the uh, probably 1940s or something, okay? Huge recession that hit the United States. Well, there's this guy, there's a group of guys. It was like the folks and grandparents of John F. Kennedy. And when they saw the world fall apart, they were like, boom, shakalak, I can buy stocks for 10 cents, pennies on the dollar, what they're worth. Asset, these assets, they don't lose value. Sometimes when crap happens in the world, that it does not mean that the sky will not, there won't be sunshine again. It just means that in that moment, People panic, and I'm going to show you the three signals or the three signs to look for so that you can see when the market is about ready to be weird, okay? These are important signs. They're important signals to look for, and I'm going to show it to you, break it down for you so you can see it, okay? So first thing you need to know, okay? Uh, Mr. Market, he's bipolar. One day he's happy. One day he's pissed off. One day he thinks that his crap is the best thing on the planet, and he's going to try to sell you prices like let's just say you got a business worth say a hundred thousand bucks. One day he's overly exuberant. He's like, man, I can. I'm, I like. I'm not gonna sell this thing to you for less than two hundred thousand. You want my business? Pay two hundred thousand. He will sell it to you at far in excess of what it's worth. Then the next day he gets into this crazy bipolar moment. And as soon as he hits bipolarity, he's like, oh, like the life is not good. And what he'll do is he'll say, this thing's worth 100000 but today you can have it on, on sale for 50000 bucks, And he'll do it. And if you go look at the stock market, you see the ups and downs. You'll see crashes. You'll see like 2020, you saw a huge pullback in the S&P 500. Go look for it. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Market got depressed. And he's like, oh, the world's coming to an end. So he went and he started selling. He just sold, 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 and all the stocks dropped, okay? This is when COVID hit. And when I looked at it, I'm like, dude, you guys are crazy. Mr. Market is having a bipolar moment. And I jumped in there. I'm like, okay, I recognize that you're nuts, okay? I recognize that you're nuts. Here, before I get too far into the story. So you see he's nuts. So then what you said is, what was the catalyst? The catalyst was COVID hit. All of a sudden caused Mr. Market to be really, really weird. And all of a sudden the stock market dropped precipitously. That's what you see, that dip that occurred in like, like February of 2020. And all of a sudden, the window of opportunity to buy opened. That's when the window of opportunity op or it opened so that you could buy. Did you notice that? You saw what happened. Right in there, February, I started buying stocks up left and right. Like I, I went for good companies. I went for companies that had like a billion in earnings or revenue. Because I wanted to make sure it's not a flash in the pan. I want a company with some staying power. I looked for companies that had dividends in it um, and a historically long track record of dividends, okay? And I wanted names that were recognizable. I bought that stuff and my portfolio doubled, okay? I sold it all off in February or in, in November of last year. I sold it all off except three or four stocks, okay? So here's... Just think, here's the three things to look for. These are the three signals, okay? So I know up front Mr. Market's crazy. If he's doing a thing, if he's like, 
overly pricing things and it's exorbitant, don't buy high. Remember, buy low. Okay, he's buy, so you look for bipolarity. Then you look for a catalyst. What's going to be the thing that triggers an event? You don't know what it is. A previous event was when the, the real estate market melted down. Okay, like far as I could tell, like businesses were still valuable. As near as I could tell, the stock market still came back. Okay, so you look for a catalyst. What's going to cause things to change? And then when the thing changes, you look for the window of opportunity. And then the window of opportunity opens up. That's when you go shopping. But see, the problem is, is everybody gets it backwards. They, they get it backwards. And this is the big mistake that they make. Like, I'll tell you the mistake I made back in 2009. I bought up stocks like crazy. 2009 is when it really fell apart. The catalyst was 2006. And then it cascaded into a whole series of other things. Buy good companies. Do not sell them. In fact, the more you trade, the less money you're going to make. And I was like making money, stupid money. And I was like jazz. And I kept trading and trading and doing, riding the waves, riding the waves. And in the end, I actually rode myself right out of all the good money. I could have, I could have 5X, maybe even more of my portfolio had I just stopped trading. And so that's it. Look for the catalyst. Like uh, Russia. Russia. I don't know if this event with Russia is going to be the catalyst. What I can tell you is, is the cost of oil is probably going to go up. It, it kind of really has, has everything to do with how far this thing with Russia escalates. Like, I'm not downplaying it. I'm not trying to say, well, actually I am. Russia should stop doing that crap. That, like, you don't invade some country because you think that you ought to be able to control them. Dude, that's stupid, right? But, like, I can't control what happens in Russia. Like, I'm not, I'm not a, a U.S. president or anything like that where right now this is within my realm of control. But what I can do is I can tell you what, can, what you can anticipate in the marketplace, which is... If this thing persists with Russia, it could cause Mr. Market to be, it could become the catalyst that caused Mrs. Mr. Market to pull back to act very, very strange. If Mr. Market pulls back very, very strange, the window of opportunity to, will open up to buy stocks. Now, here's the thing. Like, if you, like, you've got to kind of know thyself. And what I'm talking about is if you take all of your money and you dump it all in there so that you have no cash on hand, you're actually going to enter a state where you could easily become very panicked. Okay. What I mean is, is then you could cause yourself to sell when you shouldn't like, like a lot of people do is because they, 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 Mr. Marcus just very like that. It's very, very bipolar, very emotional. So anyway, that's like my rags of riches secrets. I just, I'll share it with you. That was, that was it. Like, I'll tell you why. Like, remember when I told you I bought in, it's about February of 2020. That's when COVID hit. That's when the world got pessimistic. The stock market took a huge slide. I bought some really, really good companies for like five times earnings and they paid dividends. They had like 17% uh, yield on their dividends. It was like stupid high. I'm like, holy cow. You know, great dividends, solid companies, not going out of business. Everybody's panicked. So I bought them up. And then what I did is I sold them in November. And I'll tell you why. You, as an individual investor, have an enormous advantage on like institutional investors. And this is what I mean. Institutional investors, they want to look good. They want to bolster it come year end. Like usually at year end is when it cuts off on December 31st. They want to look good, okay? And to make their stuff look good, they will buy and they will buy and they will buy, causing the stock market to push up 
causing these prices to raise. And as these, as these prices start to raise, like then they lock in their earnings and they can tell all their shareholders and everybody they invested for, look, man, I crushed it. Yeah, I got my crap together. Boom, baby, look at my returns, right? And then they're like, oh crap, in January we overbought. So then they're gonna they're gonna get rid of their losses because it went into a new year. So then they sell the crap. And so you're gonna see this at the end of the year, it's gonna swell up at the end, November, December. Then you're gonna see in January and February, it's probably gonna slide down. And it does that every year. So what does this mean for you, the common investor? This means know thyself, know Mr. Market, understand the hedge funds and all these other guys, understand their problem, okay? They can't look bad, therefore they do the same predictable thing every year. Therefore, I sell my stuff, I like to sell my stuff frequently in November because I know it's probably gonna be high. There's a chance it's gonna be in December, but since I don't care to play roulette, I just lock in my gains, I don't try to get too greedy on that. I sold it all out in November. Well, guess what? We're in February and look at the S&P 500, slid. Now you got this deal with Russia that may become the catalyst that may cause Mr. Market to become over pessimistic. If he does, then a window opens up and you can discover you can start buying up stocks cheap. So like, that's like, tell you what, like it sounds simple. It's kind of simple like I just described it, okay? You just buy low, sell high. What causes low? Catalyst. How do you know that a catalyst hits? Look at the stock market. That sucker starts dropping and then all of a sudden these, prop, these companies look sweet like, that's time to buy, okay? I don't know what's gonna happen. I can't tell you, I've got my money sitting in cash, a large, large portion of it, because I know that at some point, these asset bubbles in the United States are gonna burst. I know for a fact, real estate is at all-time high prices. There's only two times in history when it's been this high. This is the second time in like the last, say, 60, 70, 80 years. It's stupid high. It's a, there's an, there's a, like, if you look at asset bubbles, uh, home prices are at an all-time high. We've got an all-time high bubble. If you look at new construction starts, there's two times in the, like the last 60 years that it was at an all-time high, stupid high, like ridiculous high, like off the rails high, like more than one, two, and like two standard deviations high. 2006, right now we're higher than 2006, okay? Off the rails. You look at the S&P 500 and the PE ratios, there's two times in history when it went like stupid off the rails, okay? That was in uh, 2000, the tech bubble, off the rails. It, people were paying astronomical prices. They were paying two times standard deviations for the cost of these assets. They were, they were paying like 127% more than the asset historically has been worth. We're up in the 80, 90% range right now. That is off the rails. The only two times in history that's happened. Last time it happened, it, it created a major major pullback in the stock market, okay? Um, that's the second, so we're right sitting on it right now. The third one, that, or the, the fourth one that I looked at was commodity prices. You go look at prices. There's There's been about four peaks in commodity prices um, in the, like say the last 60 years. Um, you can see that there on the, at the peak, there was always a backslide. We're sitting on another peak. All I can tell you is, I don't know when the world's gonna fall apart, but I can, I can show you with evidence, confidence, and facts, at least these four things are at all-time highs. And normally they don't always hit all-time highs at the same time. Perfect storm, all of them. What does it mean? I don't know. I'll tell you what, if, uh, if the right catalyst comes along, there's gonna be blood in the street 
and a window to invest is going to open up and then you're going to see Warren Buffett. Although he doesn't like Warren, doesn't like anything like that. What I can tell you is, is you're going to see a massive outflow of cash from his company acquiring assets. And Warren Buffett is actually one of the stocks I retain in my stock portfolio because I, in the past, I was like, you know what? I'm smarter than Warren. And then I said, you know what? Warren got better returns than me. Shut up, buy his stuff. Let him do the big investing for us because he gets he he finds himself in better opportunities than most people. Anyway, that's the rags of riches secrets, and I will talk to you.